This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast, uh, part two of, don't really have a series name for it necessarily, but breaking down the position groups um, and, you know, where Auburn recruiting is with those groups. We just got done recording, you know, who Auburn could potentially pair with at running back, um, the Fat Burnett, and now we're on to the wide receivers. Um, the title for this one will probably be something about, can Auburn land an elite wide receiver, not an elite wide receiver, but an elite wide receiver class, um, because I think Auburn is Marcus Davis and Hugh Freeze has Auburn in a position to land not just one elite wide receiver, but potentially put together a really, really strong class there. So that's what we're going to break down today. Uh, just got done recording the running backs, so we're wearing the same clothes. This is not a different day. You'll be listening to this on a different day, um, but if you're watching on YouTube, that's what's up. And if you're on YouTube as well, Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Um, it really helps us out making the push for 6,500 there um, and like the video as well. Jason, let's get right into it. Um, and I think let's start with probably the biggest or one of the biggest ones when you look at Auburn targets and feasibility as well. Um, and that's Cam Coleman, the five-star, the new five-star wide receiver out of Central Phoenix City, number 21 overall player in the class, really just starting to tap into his potential um, and you know, he's, he's been to Auburn a decent amount now, and he's been to Auburn twice. We're recording this on Thursday, March 30th. Um, you'll probably hear this early sometime next week, I would imagine. But he's now been to Auburn twice in less than a week. Um, he visited on Wednesday with one of his teammates and his coach, and he had visited last Thursday, uh, March 23rd as well. So now the five-star receiver has been on campus twice in a week. Um, he It's... It's certainly possible he's Auburn's top wide receiver target or, you know, right up there as a 1A guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's pretty obvious. Um, and one of the first, the first, you know, calls that Marcus Davis made, you see that photo with, with him, with Cam Coleman, one of the first calls he made when he got the job was to Cam Coleman. Um, I don't think that's an accident. Uh, <clears throat> and, and I think you look at it, the first thing you see there is, you know, Marcus Davis, he wasn't the biggest guy, but he's not tiny. And you can see how big Cam Coleman is. He's yeah. a long physical receiver. Um, the thing that I think that I think about with Cam Coleman is I think about going to a spring practice um, last year with, you know, Patrick Nix and, um, you know, him telling me, hey, I got an NFL guy out here. And and he was talking about Cam Coleman. And, and I think we both see that potential in this guy as well. And that's why Auburn is – is making him, like you said, a top priority. Heck, he could be the top priority, but he's definitely a top priority for them at wide receiver. And, uh, you know, being just down the road, I uh, know Auburn would like to get a foot back in the door at Central Phoenix City once again. Yeah, he's, for so many different reasons, like you just mentioned, he's so big. Hugh Freeze loves those big wide receivers. He's exactly that. He's 6'3", 175-ish. 
has great kind of range. Um, you know, we saw him play, I think I went to four different central games last fall. So saw him play a bunch behind Carmelo English. I'm um, behind some other guys, but still made his mark quite a bit. We had talked about it on the podcast with uh, Cooper Patagna, but his kind of breakout moment. Um, and for me, it was kind of where the light turned on was that IMG Academy game. Highly recommend going to Cam Coleman's huddle video. It's the first highlight, so you don't have to watch very long. Breaks probably about eight different tackles on that play against IMG Academy, against a bunch of five-star DBs and linebackers and whatever. Breaks a bunch of tackles and get them gets them down to the one-yard line. I mean, from that point on, it, it clicked in his mind, I think, just how good he is. Um, when we saw him at the Under Armour camp, he was absolutely fantastic. Tested really well there um, as well. Then, you know, you had talked about Marcus Davis that this was one of his first offers he sent out. That was before he was a five-star. He was still, you know, a pretty high four-star, good player. But now you're seeing kind of what Auburn saw in him, saw in him early in the rankings updates. So he's a big one. Um, look, he always he always has good things to say about Auburn. Um, and so if you're Auburn, keep getting him to campus. He's in absolutely no hurry to make a decision whatsoever. Hasn't even thought about official visits. Rarely ever even has other visits lined up. Um, in terms of, you know, where he wants to go. He, he said on, uh, when he visited on Wednesday, he said his coach just came into class and said, we're going to Auburn. Um, and he said, look, I'm never going to say no on going to Auburn. Um, and so visited again, got to see practice on Wednesday after he didn't get to see practice last Thursday. Um, so it kind of worked out well where he gets to visit twice in the span of a week. One day he gets to spend a ton of time with the coaches because they're not practicing. The other day he gets to watch practice and you know, he said he was looking at the script and kind of almost going through practice in a sense. So it works out well there. The only reason I hesitated to call him, you know, number one is because I think Auburn is very, very high um, on Perry Thompson as well, who's ranked a little bit higher than Cam Coleman, number 14 player in the class, another in-state wide receiver there out of Foley. Um, Alabama commit has been committed to Alabama since June, Jason. Um, but this new staff has made him a priority after he wasn't really a priority with the old staff. Um, and, he visited once in January and has been back this spring as well. Yeah, no, it's uh, the first thing you look at him, you, you see a, a a more physical guy. I mean, he's a bigger bodied wide receiver, and he's and he's got the height too. I mean, he's six three, six four, big body, physical guy. Um, and you're right. Um, the the interesting thing about him is is Alabama commitment, but he's been to Auburn a bunch and, and is planning to come back again. And you know, that's the that's the door that's been opened by this staff, by Hugh Freeze and Marcus Davis and, and everybody else is getting guys back on campus and and giving themselves an opportunity for guys like this. Um, and so, you know, you think about the number of guys that Auburn wasn't really in the picture for um, in December. Uh, he's one of those guys that Auburn wasn't in the picture for um, just a couple months ago, and now they are. And I think Auburn has a legitimate shot here, and it obviously would be a big one, but – uh, another one of those guys that you think about what he freeze looks for a wide receiver and and he'd be one of those guys that yeah that that's the guy that you want to walk in the door with because that's what he's looking for yeah look i think if you go one for two on perry thompson cam coleman if you get one of those guys I agree. I agree. As, as your tier one you're in a fantastic spot if you go two for two that's more than just an elite wide receiver class and you'll have some other guys as well um but if you if you can manage to grab both those guys that's huge but if you get just one of those guys to kind of lead off your wide receiver room, you're in a great spot. I think those are your true, really true tier one guys that you 
don't have to have one of them, but you really, really want, you really feel kind of like you need them um, as well. Um, let's, let's stay in state um, with the next guy we're going to talk about here. One of your favorite players, Mario Craver, much different player than the last two guys we just talked about, but a very, very talented player and a very electric player in his own right. Yeah. Mario Craver is, is Javarius Johnson. That's who I think about. I mean, I think he's a very similar player from the same neck of the woods at Clay Chartwell. And this is a photo that, uh, took at UAB uh, his junior year. They won a state championship, or take that back, his sophomore year. They won a state championship. Um, yeah, he'll be a senior this year at, for for the you know, Cougars, and um, just a dynamic electric football player. That's what he is. He's very similar to Javarius, probably you know five nine, one hundred sixty five pounds, um, but he's got some length to him. But he can stretch the field, and he is tough to tackle. Um, you know, he puts his foot in the ground and. And he makes guys miss, and then he can he can take it the distance. So yeah, different type of guy, but just as important when you think about kind of the way this thing wants to work. They want a couple of big guys outside, kind of that tight end in there, and then you know they're okay with having a speed guy in the slot doing some different things. And I think you know Mario Craver would would be a guy to put on to put in a good position. You know you know potentially without VAR after this year. Yeah, if you want to take a slot guy in this class, the way I've been phrasing it, if you want a slot guy in this class, he should be your number one target. In-state guy, electric playmaker, um, really good. You know, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee are other schools in the mix, but he just visited Auburn last week um, and had really good things to say. Said he's for sure going to take an official visit to Auburn in June. Um, And Auburn kind of got back in the picture a little bit more over the past couple months after he visited for junior day and then back again last week as well. Uh, we'll shift gears to let's go, you know, let's stay close. Um, let's, let's go to Georgia. Um, and let's talk about Mike Matthews a little bit because he just visited um, on Wednesday, uh, March 29th. And it was about Auburn kind of getting off the bubble and in the ball game a little bit more with Mike Matthews, in my opinion. Um, I think Auburn was, you know, if you're looking at the, the way I always look at it is you have five official visits if you can get one of those, you're right there in the ballgame. doesn't matter if you're five or you're one going into this official visit. You've got a chance. Um, and Auburn kind of went into the visit outside, um, on the outside looking in there in terms of official visits. He didn't say he was going to officially visit after he left, um, but he did say he'd be back in Auburn. So that means Auburn is you know, at least working its way closer to potentially be in that fifth official visit and get in that kind of fifth spot in his top five. Um, and then from there it's game on, but this is another bigger guy, six, one, probably um, just an electric playmaker, five-star receiver there out of uh, Parkview. It is. And, you know, got some teammates including a guy like Jalen Crawford, who's the Auburn is in the picture for, which would, would, would help Auburn in that regard. Um, talked to Mike the, the first time at, after a basketball game, he came down for, for a basketball game here. Uh, both those guys did, and just hey, wanted to see the atmosphere. It was actually during a dead period, and he couldn't talk to anybody from football, but he just wanted to be a part of it. And, he, and he's a guy that has some basketball in his background too. And so, came over for a basketball game, saw the crowd, and then talking to the coaches and building that rapport, came back to see um, Auburn in the spring. And you're right, can they get him back? You know, because another guy that it doesn't feel like is anywhere close to making a decision at this point. Can you get him back in for a spring game or early in the season? Um, you know, he's one of those guys I think could really be impacted by seeing Jordan Hare Stadium and, and seeing the crowd, those things. So, yeah, the, the good news is, again, 
you, you're giving yourself chances with now. That's that's four dynamic wide receivers giving yourselves a shot at it. You start batting, you know, fifty percent with these guys, and and you're going to be in pretty pretty darn good shape in the twenty four class. Yeah, you just talked about giving chances. Um, let's talk about Chance Robinson, uh, another bigger wide receiver there out of St. Thomas Aquinas. So the same school as Camden Brown. Um, they've known each other for a couple of years now, pretty close. Um, he said he talks to Camden pretty often, um, and he's maybe a little bit shorter than Camden, maybe a little closer to 6'1", and I think Camden's probably about 6'3 or so. Um, but bigger build, kind of bigger body, um, so he still has that physicality. Um, and he had visited Auburn earlier this spring, plans to be back as well. Auburn is most likely going to get an official visit from him. Um, and, you know, I think this is, I think this is a very realistic target for Auburn at wide receiver right there below those tier one guys of Cam Coleman, Perry Thompson. If you can get one of those guys and get yourself Chance Robinson, I think you'd be in a really good spot. Yeah. And you're right. I think Camden Brown is a guy that holds a lot of the key for this one. Um, it's a guy that loves Auburn. He is he is having fun. He loves this new staff, and and he's a guy that I think has a lot of influence um, because people people love Camden Brown, and and so I think when you you add that into the mix, I think for guys like this, we talked about some other guys. They're going they're going to want to see Auburn how the passing game develops, how they're throwing the football, those kind of things. That's what it's going to take to get in some elite receivers. Once again, Hugh Freeze has a history of doing that. Philip Montgomery has a history of doing that in this offense. And can they do that for these guys and show them that that product is there? I think that's going to be a big deal to maybe determining just how how big and how impressive this uh, this wide receiver class is. Yeah, let's uh, let's stay in the Sunshine State. We're going to talk about two more guys here. Um, this is one of the biggest freak athletes um, at wide receiver that's in the class, Terrence Moore. Um, I need to look up his measurables. I believe he's – I know he's 6'3". Um, he is 6'3", 190, but he can absolutely jump out of the gym. Um, every time you see a play from him, it's him just jumping over somebody, making a crazy highlight reel catch. Really, really talented player. Um Actually, credit to the old staff. Um, Auburn was one of his first offers back in the fall. Um, and since then, he has absolutely exploded, picked up offers from Ohio State, Clemson, um, Alabama, Georgia. You know, everybody's on this kid. Um, but Auburn was one of his first offers. Marcus Davis has continued that relationship with him. The biggest thing with Terrence Moore, he's said good things about Auburn um, over the past couple of months. He just hasn't been able to get to campus yet. Um, he was trying to visit for a spring practice. He was unable to make it that day, um, but he's still trying to get up. Um, and so he's one that you're kind of in wait and see mode a little bit right now. Wait for him to get to campus um, and then see what he says afterwards and see where Auburn stands after that. But he's definitely a target that you have to at least remember and keep an eye on at wide receiver. Yep. And, and Christian, one of the biggest things for him is, is, is what school does he attend? Yep, Tampa Catholic. Tampa Catholic, Jarris McIntyre, head coach there. Obviously, um, Auburn's trying to get a foot in that door as well. Uh, you know, and, you know, Cadillac Williams has a, a strong bond in that area. I think now you give yourself that opportunity with with Chief Reese, with this staff. I think now you might be able to get in there. Auburn had a shot at, at the linebacker last year that wound up, you know, signing um, in Oklahoma, and, and Auburn was in the picture there. And I just don't think that that – you know, the previous staff and, and they couldn't couldn't get it over the finish line. Hugh Freeze is a guy that's shown he can get over the finish line. 
And so you're right. Now it's a matter of getting on, on campus. If you can do that, then I think Auburn would, would give themselves a shot. Yeah, so wait and see there a little bit with Terrence Moore. Um, last guy we're going to talk about is a guy who was just on campus a um, little under a week ago, I believe. Um, that's Nick Marsh. Totally different area than Florida. Um, he's from Michigan. Former Michigan State commit, actually, but backed off his pledge a couple of weeks ago there. On the 24-7 sports composite rankings, number 79 overall player, number 13 wide receiver. Um, he's You're going to sense a theme here. He's 6'3", 195. Yes. Yep, big guy. So he's another name, um, Jason, just to keep an eye on there at wide receiver. And he is, yeah, yeah, big, big body, and you know there's a connection um, with with Michigan with with King. Uh, you know, came in Coach Auburn's defensive line with with Jeremy Garrett. He was at Eastern Michigan, so we've seen we saw a, a whole team almost from Michigan visit Auburn. Um, he had a couple of teammates with him that visited, so there's a connection there um, to that area with Auburn's coaching staff now. So. That could be a big deal, but yeah, another big body guy. And you're right, there is absolutely a theme. Uh, it's something they that they're looking for, and they want to add to to this Auburn roster. It definitely. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. That's you know, as of recording this, those are the main wide receiver targets um, right now for Auburn that we're really keeping an eye on. Look, like I talked about a couple of times in the show, you land one of Perry Thompson, Cam Coleman, you're in a great spot to fill out the rest of your wide receiver room um, in this class. You know, we don't know how many Auburn's going to take. I would guess maybe three or four, um, probably two. You know, you would look at two or three outside guys and then maybe an inside guy as a slot guy like Mario Craver there. So there's potential for Auburn to land a really, really talented wide receiver class there. It's a fun position group to cover this recruiting cycle. A lot of fun players there, a lot of fun storylines. Cam Coleman, Perry Thompson, and Alabama commit. A lot of fun different storylines there as well. Um, so hope you guys enjoyed listening to this part two of just the position group breakdowns. We'll be back soon after this one with tight ends um, and then offensive line as well. Guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, like I said earlier, make sure to subscribe. Um, and if, if you haven't been to our website before, definitely make sure to check us out at auburnundercover.com. Tons of great content flowing over there as well. Um, we'll catch you guys in the next one. begun which means you need to listen to fantasy baseball today in five part of the cbs sports podcast network join scott white chris towers and me frank samphill every monday through saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes we'll break down the biggest performers news and prospects who could make an impact this season make sure to download and follow on apple Podcasts, spotify the odyssey app and everywhere else podcasts are found 